Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along to another episode. Now I'm recording this um, up in the uh, in the beautiful Peak District. It's early evening. It's a beautiful early autumn day, and there's barely a cloud in the sky. There's a, a breeze, and um, it really is sensationally beautiful. And um, it's a great place to be so fortunate to be able to spend spend some time and it's it has often been a place that I've come to to uh, just to get away from the humdrum and the, and the hectic almost relentless demands that sometimes engage us when we decide to live our lives a certain way or embark on certain projects so um, that's where I I am recording this and um, there's a few things that have been on my mind to share which really, really relate to how a person is feeling, to competition, to success and failure and even more poignant things than that which resonate with downtime, release of pressure and defining what is success in your life. So here we go to share these few things. And as I often say on Leader Manager Coach, sometimes it's just one thing that resonates with you that changes the whole perspective. And it's often just one piece of a jigsaw that we're missing. Or as Jim Rohn used to say, it's one little dial on a combination lock that you're away the door won't open but you twist it one more turn and go from a five to a six or a three to a four and click the door opens and everything is laid out in front of you and sometimes life is like that and again as I've said before one of my favorite resources that's so powerful is Ryan Holiday's Stoic Philosophy. And only in the last few hours was I rereading what Ryan posted and then talked about. And he talks about it in his book, or his books. And he talks about something that's quite surprising. So if you're a leader and you're trying to help others along the way, or you're a player and you're on a path, we often hear about being positive. We often hear about being optimistic, seeing the best things and looking out for the best and, and, and trying to see the positive in everything. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt worn out, tired, and almost like you're trying to be two people by being positive all the time. Because 
the reality is that life can be brutal. Life is brutal. Life is hard. There's tragedies. There's difficulties. And as somebody also said this week, your prize for solving a big problem is another one of greater magnitude. Now, let's put that into perspective. But if you're on a path to achievement, then you will know what I am talking about. So let's be realistic and let's look into what Ryan Holiday in the Stoic philosophy is saying, is that being ultra positive can be a negative. Why? Well, because life doesn't work like that. You will not get everything you want in life. Far from it. Things will take five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times longer to achieve than you think you than you think originally. When you start out on an endeavor, you think it will be this, 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 and this, and then we'll achieve that. Really? Look back at your own life. Talk to anybody who's achieved anything. They will tell you it took hours and hours and hours with twists and turns and ups and downs and problems and challenges and brick walls. Things that we can't even begin to imagine. And we all have them. Sometimes we have our own pity parties where we think, wow, poor me. I'm struggling with this. I'm overwhelmed with this. And, and people don't know what's going on in other people's lives. We just think it's us. Well, let me tell you, it's not. It's everybody. But there's something about surviving. There's a word called conation, C-O-N-A-T-I-O-N. It's about persistence. It means just carrying on little bit after little bit after little bit now back to the over optimism there's nothing wrong inherently in the philosophy of being positive in fact there's everything good about it but let's understand that life is tough life is hard life is challenging there are things that are gonna go differently than we think and perceive. And if we hang our hat on over positivity, I need, you know, with the thought process that we need this to happen, we need that to happen, we need the other to happen, and by this date, that's going to happen. And here's the rub. If it doesn't, you go on a big negative spiral. A little bit like the snakes and ladders game, where you climb up a little bit, you go along a little bit, you climb up a little bit, you go down, you climb up, you climb up, you go along, you climb up, oh, we climb up three, we go along, we go down one, we climb up two, hey, we're doing okay, we go along, we climb up another one. Then we hit the snake and we go down three quarters of the way to the bottom. That is what I'm talking about. And only this week did I hit a little bit of a target whereby 
something that we'd been working towards came into view and with another few days we would have been there and then on the friday night i come home and there's a letter waiting i open the letter and it's news that nobody would have wanted now without going into the detail and you have to live with this over the weekend until you can talk to somebody about it it was challenging and remains challenging but the only thing that you can do with things like this is do what is in your control so there are only things in my control that i can do the rest is outside my control and that's the same with you and with everybody so the fact that being home and hosed as i thought in a few days time was going to occur and actually hasn't and has stretched out into possibly another few months of the situation that has to be dealt with and yes there may be thought processes and emotions and difficulties in your mind and you may be deeper in thought than you were before etc etc and have to renew and have to put extra effort in and have to do certain things and spend time doing things that you didn't think you had to do and you don't particularly want to do but need to do if you want to work yourself out of the situation but what's it training you for what kind of resilience is it giving you what kind of person is it going to make you into for when the greater challenges in the future come and if you were over positive and thinking, right, this is it now, we're going to get there, we're going to get this, and then all of a sudden, bam, and you can't cope with it because you'd had your hopes nailed so high on a certain level of achievement by a certain date, that adds to the problem. So find the balance. Be positively negative or negatively positive realistic understand that things happen okay next thing that I wanted to share the pressure of competition now life is about competition with yourself but it's about competition at the top in elite sports you have to compete with yourself to be the very best you can. And in the process of doing that, you have to outdo other people because there's only 11 shirts available for selection. There's only 92 professional jobs in the English leagues. There's only a certain number of athletes who can go to the Olympics. So there is competition, let's be honest. But, and here's the but that I want to talk about, particularly for young players, but also for adults we cannot be competing all the time and when you see somebody who's subdued who is always under pressure maybe a student maybe a young footballer maybe a young player maybe a young athlete who has the weight of the world on the shoulders maybe they're struggling a little bit with their physicality maybe it's that adolescent time when things just aren't adding up and things aren't coordinating and mum and dad are, are not communicating with you the way you want and 
things aren't working out at school or they aren't working out at home or all those things that put you under pressure because you have to achieve and there's that feeling of overwhelm. It happens a lot and I think and I think this is quite evident on social media as well. There is more of it about now than there's ever been. There's certainly more evidence of it and there's certainly more awareness of it. And every time we go on social media, we look on social media, we are impacted on social media or by social media, we will feel that competition if we are not aware and as a leader, as a coach, particularly with people who we are facilitating their growth, creating teams, creating cultures, we need to be aware of that and we need to control that so that it doesn't become that cauldron that wears people out and burns people up. We need to be able to see it in their eyes, see it in their behaviours, understand it in their actions and help them with these battles, because that's what it is. Help them with downtime, help them to feel better, help them to cope, to deal and fulfill the requirements, to deal with and fulfill the requirements as necessary, but also to help them have downtime, to help them have some leisure, to help them to sleep, and deal with fierce competition. Enjoy it, embrace it, be at your best. Get rewarded, but do it for the long term with a longevity so that you don't get burnout, you don't get fed up, they don't get fed up. And it just turns into, as some people say, a train crash. Beware of the pressure of competition. And if you can be the valve, the pressure valve, people will love you and you will be doing invaluable work. Moving on from that, which is really closely related, and you're dealing with people closely, creating teams, creating environments, creating groups, facilitating success. You have to believe in people. And that means living beyond the success failure syndrome. And let's make sure that we are not like this. Bearing in mind that at the top level, at the elite level, there is success and failure. People get sacked, people move on, people get contracts, people lose contracts because of success, perceived success, perceived failure. Here, we're about moving towards that achieving that and in that if you're the facilitator the coach the manager the leader you have to believe in people i've been reading recently some wonderful stories about people who had their lives turned around literally by somebody believing in them a great story about a highly acclaimed and successful professional international footballer. He's called Paul McGrath. 
And he openly and freely admits that the late, great Jack Charlton believed in him. And he would have gone through brick walls for Jack Charlton. That is living beyond the success failure syndrome. Because the guy, Paul, Paul McGrath, was struggling. And I mean struggling in many areas of his life, particularly one. And the belief of one person, the belief of one man, changed that, at least for a period of time, and created real and true success. Because if you can go beyond that success-failure syndrome, where you're happy with somebody, you love somebody, you're patient with somebody, because they're winning, and you go beyond that and they feel cared for, they feel genuinely, genuinely looked after, they know that you have their best interests at heart, and it goes beyond whether they score a goal this week. They will feel truly safe. They will understand life goes up and down, but they will not be lying awake at night time worrying whether or not you believe in them because they know they are believed in. There's probably no greater man who demonstrated this from a football management point of view than Bill Shankly. You know, he'd go out and select his young players, go and pick them up himself when that was the kind of thing that was done. And by the time they got back in Shanks's car to where they were going to their new club, they already believed that they were going to captain England. Kevin Keegan, Emmeline Hughes. What stories. And if you want to know how to make people feel great and how to facilitate greatness in people that may well have had ordinary careers if it wasn't for somebody else. Check out those for stories. That is living beyond the success failure syndrome. And it's not always easy to do. But you, you will be able to touch people. You'll be able to touch their lives. You'll be able to get into their hearts and you'll be able to influence them so that they live beyond the success-failure syndrome and will go on to maximise what it is they can do and what they're good at. And you will be able to get the very best out of them. It takes time, it takes patience, and it takes somebody who sees the bigger picture. The question is, are you going to be able to do that? I'm sure you can. And it creates great teams and great cultures. So there we go. I wanted to share those three key things. That over positivity, dealing with the pressure of competition and living beyond the success, failure syndrome with a belief in another. It's leader, manager, coach. Leading you to success. Catch you later. Bye-bye.